This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly English Premier League on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello and welcome back to the Bet Rivers Betting Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Harry Simu, and I'm delighted, as always, to be joined by the main man, Mr. Nigel Seeley. Nigel, how you been? Very well, Harry. Happy New Year to you. It seems like ages that we haven't uh, done one of these. The last one was received very well. A lot of listeners, a lot of new people involved in the podcast. Another profitable one as well, the Bet of the Week one. Always uh, helps. <laughs> yeah, always like to bring the people in. You know, it does, you get a lot of criticism when it goes against you. So it's nice to have some new people following you. You've done all right. But uh, yeah, good to be back. The FA Cup last week, there was no Premier League action. COVID has affected a lot of the uh, the leagues around Europe as well. Uh, but that seems to be dying down a little bit now. Uh, and matches are back. So yeah, I'm looking forward to this weekend. There's a couple, I've got a couple of uh, strong plays. Uh, yeah, and I'm looking forward to the action. Brilliant stuff. Well, let's dive straight into it then and and let's kick off uh, with some of the Premier League matches that you want to take a bit of a look at uh, and have a bit of a position on. Let's start with that big game between Manchester City and Chelsea, obviously a repeat of last season's Champions League final. What's your take on this one? Well, I mean, Manchester City have probably won the Premier League title. Bet Rivers are offering hardly any odds at all Man City to win it. And They've won 11 Premier League games on the bounce. No other team is capable of doing that. I don't even think Liverpool are capable of doing that. Um, and that's what they've got their armory. They can just hit a switch and win win the league. It's done. Uh, and that is quite a dangerous tactic because I know there's, you know there's 10, these are the top two in the Premier League, but there's 10 points separating the top two, which is the same difference as Chelsea and Tottenham in sixth place. So that's the gap that Manchester City have formed. So, it's essentially, it's probably a more important game, a much more important game for Chelsea than it is for, for Manchester City. I mean, Manchester City, do they have to go all out and win this game? I, I don't think they have to. Um, but Chelsea do, because if Chelsea win it, they think they grab seven points. They've got, uh, and I look at the odds. I mean, Bet Rivers have Manchester City at minus 148. Would I bet minus 148 Man City? No. Chelsea at plus 440. That's a big price, you know, Chelsea. Look, 440. Um, I just think it's too big to ignore. I know they lost the reverse fixture 1-0, but prior to that, their record, Thomas Tuchel's record against Pep Guardiola, is an exceptional one. They've won four of the last five games prior to that. Obviously, Champions League win as well. And they seem to have the number of Man City. They, phys- they match in physicality. They go in, mm-hmm. stop Kante stops. Kante has been the man to match in, I think, three of the last four games when these two have played. They have a tactic. And Man City don't like it. And I think at plus 440 for a game that Chelsea have to win, I think it's the wrong odds. I really do. Uh, I mean, I'd love to. I'm going to get with Chelsea plus one goal on the handicap because if Man City do win, I think they'll probably only win by one goal. I can't see Man City winning two or three. And Chelsea, this is Chelsea's cup final. This is Chelsea's biggest game of the season until the Champions League comes again. 
and they've got to win it. They, they've got no, the draw's no good for them. The draw's brilliant for Man City. So at minus one forty-eight to bet Man City, I know they've won eleven, and they've got the best team. They're probably playing the best football in world in the world at the moment. But from a purely value point of view, plus four forty Chelsea is too big to ignore. Far too big. Yeah, completely agree with you. Completely agree with you. And even I, uh, who's not a betting expert, not a betting guru, uh, agrees that that seems like something you've got to jump just, onto. You just don't, you know, one team has to win and the other team doesn't have to win. And, you know, if, if Guardiola gets a draw here, it's another point, you know, towards towards the title. You know, Liverpool have got some tricky games without Salah, without Mane, who's at the you know African Cup of Nations. They could drop points. So it's it's all about Chelsea having to win this. And they've had problems off the field and their form has dipped. They've let in a lot let more goals in recent weeks, but they're unbeaten in eleven in all competitions, drawing a few games. You know, it's the fact they're conceding goals that people have thought, you oh, know, Chelsea are in a bit of bit of turmoil. But Lukaku's back, you know, he's, he looks as though he's made uh, his peace with the manager. And on the on his day, I mean he's gonna be a problem for this Man City defence who, who can see goals. Tactically they know how to beat them. And I just think plus four forty is too big to ignore. No, totally agree. Uh, let's move on to Newcastle versus Watford. Big game down at the bottom, that one. Newcastle uh, looking busy in the transfer market as well. Has that changed your opinion or does that have any bearing on your view on this one? Two dreadful sides. I mean, you know, Newcastle are spending money, but you, you, you know, give, you give Eddie Howe money. If they're bringing in the quality of players, I mean, Chris Wood, the centre-forward from Burnley, for £25 million. I mean, honestly, if that's the signing that's going to keep you in the Premier League, you're in trouble. £25 million for Chris Wood. It baffles belief. It's a desperate It's a desperate signing. They need a striker in there and they just spent £25 million. It's going to be a disaster. Eddie Howe has always been a manager that has done well for grassroots football, coaching, getting the best out of players. Every time he's had a checkbook to spend money, it's been a complete car crash. And um, it looks like Trippier, I think, is a decent signing, but He's, he can't do it on his own from a full-back position and he's got quality people around him. Every time that the bookies think that Newcastle are going to win, they let them down. And, you know, you think they should win this game. But even money, if, if you bet Newcastle at even money to win this game, regardless if they won 6-0, you're going to lose money long-term because Newcastle aren't even money against anybody. If you look at the head-to-head record, Watford have got a good record against Newcastle. They're, they're unbeaten in, I think, the last six few draws in there, 3-1-1 draws. And I think goals are the way to play this game. I mean, Watford have lost their last seven. They've conceded 20 goals in that period. Their XG, the metrics are shocking. Defensively, they're shocking. But they've got the goal in them as well. Ranieri's always been a manager that's got a gung-ho way of playing football. And I can see this being a table tennis match. I can see lots of goals, you know, high-scoring affairs. I think both teams have scored a yes. Minus 159 is definitely a bet. But the better plays over two and a half goals at minus 129. I just can't see anything other than both teams scoring because both teams do offer their best in their attacking ability. But defensively, oh, both of them are shambolic. Yeah, no, great points uh, indeed. And then, of course, uh, on Sunday, we've got the big North London derby between Tottenham and uh, my boys, the Arsenal. Um, I'm going to hold back. Uh, it's hard for me to not be biased, so that's why you're here and that's why you're the man to listen to. <laughs> well, I think this is a really tough game to call. Um, you know, obviously, it's a it's a, it's a derby match and you know that form goes out the window in these kind of matches. Tottenham have a good record in recent years against Arsenal at Tottenham Stadium. I think that last time Tottenham won, it was in 2014, a long time ago. Um, Arsenal 
played really well against Manchester City and just, you know, and didn't get the result they win. And then they play absolutely terrible against Nottingham Forest in the FA Cup. And I don't think we can look at either of those two games. I think the the, the thing is you've got to look at is how in the intensity, we're filming this on Thursday. Let's have a look how much intensity Arsenal play their first leg against Liverpool. Because if they that game is a real high intensifying match, then that may take it out. Then the extra rest that Tottenham have falls into Tottenham's advantage. So I think this is quite a tricky one to have a, an opinion on until we see how the Liverpool game goes this evening. But my first lean is towards the draw. I think plus 230. I mean, Tottenham are plus 155, Arsenal are plus 188, and the draw is the biggest price of all three outcomes. And I've said this to you on countless times in games where you can't split the two. And these two sides currently, Arsenal and Tottenham, there is a cigarette paper between them. You know, if, there's nothing much between these two sides at all. The league table shows you that as well. So I think the draw at plus 230 has to be the only play to have on this game. I, I, I could see it being a 1-1 or a 2-2 draw, an entertaining match. But I wouldn't, I'd be a little bit reserved and I wouldn't have a bet until I saw what kind of game Arsenal are going to face and what kind of Liverpool team they're going to face tonight. Obviously, you've also got a lot of key players out at the African Cup of Nations. And obviously, there's some COVID cases at the club that, that Arteta reported yesterday. So I, I think, hold on until we see the side he puts out tonight against Liverpool. But my first lean and the obvious one would be for a draw. Yeah, and just to add to that as well, uh, Martin Odegaard has been ruled out of the game tonight, as has Takahiro Tomiyasu and Emil Smith-Rowe uh, are all out as well. So more sort of players being uh, reported as absent uh, ahead of this one as well. So I think you're right. It's best to hold on. You've got to, you've got to hold on. And you've got to see, I mean, also you've got to see what Liverpool side come out. Liverpool, you know, Liverpool. It's, 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 I think this game is a real tricky one. There's a bit of needle, obviously, between the two clubs of the way the first match was postponed. So I think it's a really interesting one to look at this ahead before we place the weekend. Just before we move on, Harry, uh, just a couple of other things. There's a few other games I like in the Premier League, which I just want to just touch on. Obviously, we only highlight three games. And I think those three games are undoubtedly the, the top three games in the Premier League. But there's a couple of things that I, I, I've sort of looked at today. West Ham against Le- uh, uh, Leeds. Um, West Ham doing an unbelievable job. I thought the bubble might have burst at West Ham, but, you know, they've won their last four. They were excellent last night. I know they played Norwich 1-2-0, standard 2-0 win, but uh, they were the kind of games that West Ham would slip up on on years gone by. They're not doing that anymore. Jared Bowen is playing fantastically well. Antonio up front is always a goal threat. And they play a lead side that are ravaged by injuries. Absolutely. They've got no striker. They've got nothing. You know, I think they've got about, I think it's 13 First team players out injured, and they, you know they've got they, they're bound to the the bare bones. So I think West Ham have to be considered uh, in anybody's parlay this weekend. But I like them on the Asian handicap minus one goal with Bet Rivers at minus one ten, which is a lot better than you're getting at minus one fifty five just to win the match. Um, but I think the bet here is obviously last week they played in the FA Cup. West Ham won 2 0, very one sided, very comfortable win. And I think minus one goal, West Ham cover that with a lead side that is absolutely decimated with injuries. We touched on it at the beginning of the show uh, about Newcastle signing uh, Chris Wood. Now, Chris Wood is never a £25 million player. If, if Chris Wood is a £25 million football player, I'm a candidate for haircut of the year for 2022. He's got abs, he's no way ever a £25 million player. But one thing he is, he's crucial to Burnley. And I think that signing could have condemned them to relegation. I think it could be very hard for them to find a player to go into Burnley now with 
in this transfer window to, to play the way Burnley do. And it may be a sign that Burnley have given up on the league. Well, I'm not, not saying they've given up, but they think we're going to take the money. You know, we're in trouble. There was a release clause there that um, that Newcastle triggered, which is why they've they've paid well over the odds. Um, but I agree with you; he's nowhere near worth that. But it's what it does to Burnley as well, isn't it? Who are a direct rival? That's the point. And Leicester, they play Leicester at the weekend. The Leicester can be better plus one fifty five to beat Burnley with better Rivers. And with with Burnley having no goal threat now whatsoever, that Leicester at plus one fifty five is is a great bet. Leicester have scored twenty seven goals in their last ten matches. The problem is they've conceded twenty. So their games are very entertaining. But without Chris Wood now, their top goal scorer, the focal point of everything they do, their set pieces, their corners, he is the focal point of it. It's going to be very hard for them for the, until they get a replacement, if they can find a replacement. And I think plus 155 is a great bet. And the other bet in the Premier League, and it's a bet that we say every single week this week on the podcast, and we said it for every week last season when we were doing the bet cast, Wolves games, draw at halftime. I mean, Wolves this season have played 19 games in the Premier League. In the first half, they scored five goals, and in the second half, and, and, and they conceded five goals. So they're only in their games, 10 goals in the first half of football. In 13 Premier League games, they've been drawing at half time. Sorry, 19 Premier League games, they've been drawing at half time in 13 of those games. They played Southampton earlier in the season, it was a 2 2 draw, and it was 1 1 at half time. And you could get even money with Bet Rivers on the game to be a draw at half time. We know what Wolves are about. Nine of the last 10 matches under two and a half goals. I wouldn't rule out a nil-nil draw at half time in that in that match as well. But I think if you're looking at the Wolves game and you're looking for a statistical angle on the Premier League this weekend or going forwards in 2022, especially while Wolves are, in, are comp- competing in the um in a place for the Europa League, once they if they fall away from that position then they may take their foot off the gas a little bit. But I think even money, Wolves v Southampton to be a draw at half-time is a great bet. Yeah, sounds like one, certainly. Um, let's have your dog of the week this week, Nigel. Um, every week, Nigel gives us his dog of the week, which is his uh, underdog kind of uh, selection. And uh, and I think uh, I can guess what it's going to be this week. But go ahead, tell us. Well, I trawled all the way across Europe to find matches and... Um, I found the Spanish leagues quite difficult this week. I found the Italian leagues quite difficult this week. I've got a couple of leans in Germany, but um, I think at plus 440, it's got to be Chelsea. I really do. This is their last chance. They have to win it. They have to win this game. They have to go there. And they've gone there before. They've played in big, big matches. You can't get any bigger than the Champions League final. And they've had a plan. And they've stumbled Man City. And Man City, I think Tuchel's got into Guardiola's head. I know he won over the season, but I think he doesn't relish the challenge. And I think Tuchel needs something from his side. And the one team that you you really yeah, just just could win at a big price are Chelsea. They're a side that just they just they just know what to do. They know what to do in big matches, as they proved in the Champions League. And I think at plus four forty, bigger than four to one, it's too big. So they would be my value dog of the week. Chelsea to win at Manchester City to end a winning 11-game run for Man City. But even if they do win it, Man City's title is in the bag. Yeah, totally agree. Brilliant stuff. Uh, Let's move on to this week's parlay. Uh, Nigel, what have you conjured up for us this week? Well, we've got a a four-team parlay. Uh, Four teams I've looked at uh, across the Premier League. A couple I did mention there that I um, I like a European, a German game. And the first game is a German game. 
Uh, Borussia Dortmund is my first game there. Bear in mind, this game starts uh, on Friday. So this match will be a day earlier tomorrow, this game. So if you're going to do the parlay, make sure you do it early. Uh, Borussia Dortmund are at home to Freiburg. Um, Freiburg have done really well this season. Probably been the surprise package in Germany. But Dortmund's looking ominous again. Uh, Haaland is back, scoring lots and lots of goals. And with Bayern Munich slipping up last time out against Munchen Gablak, Dortmund may think that they could, they're a bit like Chelsea, really. You know, this is their last real chance. They've got to keep, they probably got to win every single game to, and hope that Munich drop, drop off again. Uh, but with Haaland in, Dortmund are a different side. So I think Dortmund get off, get us off to a winning start, uh, in that one. Then we're going to go for two games in the English lower leagues. We're going to start off in the championship. We're going to take Middlesbrough to beat Reading. Middlesbrough have done incredibly well. I mean, they were relegation candidates three months ago. Suddenly, they and they're playing some really dull football under Neil Warnock. Suddenly, they bring in Chris Wilder, who was the Premier League manager of the year, what, two years ago? He took Sheffield United almost to the Europa League. Took him over at Middlesbrough, and he's totally transformed the club. They're up to just outside the playoff positions, looking good for the playoffs. He has brought in some brilliant signings, including the young lad from um, from your club, Arsenal. Yeah, he's just brought in following Balogun, who's a really promising young striker who's just in need of that kind of platform to burst onto the scene. But he's got bags of goals in him. And this side is scoring goals under Wilder. They're a side that weren't scoring goals. And they play Reading at the, at the weekend. Reading are in the turmoil. I mean, defensively, they're useless. Going forward, they've got Andy Carroll, the former international, England international. But they've just come back off a 7-0 home defeat by Fulham. Uh, obviously, Teams, if you you know, if you bet on NFL, you bet anything. It seems that comes on the back of heavy defeats usually play a lot better than they do the following week. You know, it's very they won't be get beat three or four nil. But I think Middlesbrough at home are really playing well at the moment under Chris Wilder, and uh, they're 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 a dark horse, you know, to get to push to, for the automatic promotion position in the championship. I think they get a win against the Reading side, really struggling. And the other team that I like in England is in League One. And that is Cambridge, uh, no, sorry, Lincoln up against Cambridge. Lincoln last week beat Oxford 2-0, a brilliant result for them. I mean, Link, they had a bit of a bad run, Lincoln. Uh, they, they went to, to Cambridge, sorry, they went to Oxford, sorry, start again. They were at home to Oxford and they won 2-0. And then they backed it up in midweek, going to Sunderland, who were second in League One, and they won 3-1. And um, their centre-forward got a hat-trick in the game as well. And that is good form. And Lincoln... Now under a good manager, Michael Apperson, very, very shrewd manager, take on a Cambridge side that have been tinkering towards the relegation in League One. I've actually bet Cambridge to get relegated and I was delighted that they beat Newcastle in the FA Cup because that means that they're going to concentrate on the FA Cup rather than their league form and they could be sucked into a relegation battle. And I think that the big high of playing Newcastle last week and now You've got to go to Lincoln. It's a massive, it's a massive difference. They would have media all over them, uh, and the players will be thinking, "Oh, we've got a big cup game against Luton, and they can win that game. They're at home against Luton, uh, and and the FA Cup may be on their minds ahead of this game. And I think Lincoln, in the form they're in, wins against uh, Oxford and wins again at Sunderland. They they should be in at minus one twelve. They're a good bet in a single as well. And finally, I touched on again West Ham against a depleted Leeds team. I think West Ham will beat Leeds. They beat them 2-0 last week in the FA Cup. 
Leeds decimated by injuries. West Ham full of confidence after a 2-0 win against Norwich and Reef, up to fourth in the Premier League. They've won four matches on the spin and I think they'll win. So the accumulator, the parlay, is Dortmund to beat Freiburg, Middlesbrough to beat Reading, Lincoln to beat Cambridge and West Ham to beat Leeds. It plays plus 550, which is a lovely little price. And bear in mind, if you are going to pay the parlay, it starts early on Friday evening, uh, Friday lunchtime uh, over in America. So that is my 14 parlay on the soccer this week. Brilliant stuff. It sounds great. Make sure you get involved. And as Nigel says, just a quick warning, that Dortmund game does take place on the Friday evening European time, which is Friday lunchtime for you guys. So uh, don't dally on it. Get involved and uh, make sure you play it nice and early. Uh, Nigel, anything further to add on the, on the show? Well, I'll give you my bet of the week. And Go for a, it. We've given that dog of the week. We've given the parlay. And the bet of the week in the soccer this mid- this weekend is our old favourite. Wolves to be drawing at <laughs> half-time. Wolves to be drawing at half-time against Southampton. It's even money. It's cashed in 13 of 19 games this season. It also cashed for Wolves. It also cashed in the reverse fixture when Southampton played Wolves. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised to see another nil-nil at half-time. Nine of the last 10 Wolves matches under two and a half goals. And I think the first half is going to be dull as dishwater. And it's going to be a draw at even money. Draw Wolves Southampton in first half. Fantastic stuff. There you go. You've got your Premier League games to keep an eye on. You've got your parlay, your dog of the week and your bet of the week. We'll be back next week with uh, another look ahead at the upcoming Premier League action. Uh, Give us a follow at uh, Bet Rivers on Twitter. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on whichever platform it is that you tune in via. Uh, Give Nigel a follow. Nigel, what's your Twitter handle, mate? At Sealy underscore Nigel. Every time anyone asks me that, you know, I always panic. I say it wrong. It is, it is at Sealy underscore Nigel, isn't it? I, you know, I, never, I just I just tweet back. I can't remember what it is, but I think that's what it is. At Sealy underscore Nigel. Yeah, I'm I'm awful with Twitter handles, which is why I came to you. I was going to say it, and then it went out of my head, and I was like, well, make sure it's right. I can't remember. <laughs> awful stuff. Right. Anyway, we'll catch you all next time. Until then, take care of yourself and uh, good luck cashing those tickets. All the best. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly English Premier League on the Bet Rivers Network. 